welcome to the first conference of the International Forum of Senior Executive Advisors. My name is Wendy Chan, I'm a solicitor at CM Murray, and we are proud sponsors of today's conference on risk, reward and reputation management issues for senior executives, founders and their special advisors. I'm delighted to be joined by an expert panel of speakers from today's session on personal de-risking for senior executives and founders from a legal, regulatory, wealth management and reputational perspective. The session was superbly moderated by Corinne Staves, who is the Head of Professional Practices at Morris Turner & Gardner. As well as moderating the session, Corinne shared her experience and great advice on all the legal arrangements that senior executives and founders need to be aware of and properly plan for. Dr Lucy Gordon joins us from Zurich and she's a partner at MME Legal and she provided us with her take on the insurance aspects and how we can all benefit from de-risking through different types of insurance. Lawrence Winston is a partner at Crowell & Mooring, an international law firm, and specialises in litigation. Lawrence's key message from today's session was to hope for the best and plan for the worst. Finally, but by no means least, we have Nicholas Blogg, who provides wealth management advice to senior executives and founders at LGT Vestra. And he walked us through the steps for proper management and wealth management for everyone. Now I'll hand over to Corinne Stays, who will take us through some of the highlights of today's session. Thanks, Wendy. We're going to just quickly look at this question of personal risk for founders and senior executives in two ways. First is to look at the personal risks they encounter in a business context. And then we're going to look at the purely personal risks that they encounter as individuals. I think we're going to think about business uh, related personal risks first. And so, Lawrence, it would be great to hear from you just on some of those risks that individuals take relating to the business. Uh, thank you, Corinne. And um, it's something very much based on risk and reward. And as we know with directors, as one is stepping up and, and certainly founders, uh, inevitably one takes a greater reward, but equally a greater risk as well. And it's important for directors and founders to look at that risk. And it may be in, as the business gets financing, they have to give personal guarantees, which of course brings personal liability uh, in issue. There are also criminal and civil issues that one needs to consider about being a director, uh, where personal liability can follow, or, or criminal penalties. So I think it's something from a director's point of view. They need to understand the risks as they go into the role. Uh, corporate governance is key. And if there's anything they feel particularly unhappy about, they should be extricating themselves from their role in order to escape liability. Thank you. To what extent, Lucy, can insurance support senior executives and founders? And are there any limitations on the comfort that that can offer? Yes, the DNO insurance covers members of the managing bodies when they are sued for damages based on a breach of duty in their capacity as director or officer of a company. And the insurance then protects their private assets by reimbursing their defense costs and paying for justified damage claims. So it is uh, very important that you understand whatever insurance coverage you have from your company. You understand the terms and conditions. And if you have any question, get advice. Thank you. And can I ask you also just to comment on the, the territorial scope? Because a lot of uh, founders and senior executives work internationally. And it would be interesting to hear how insurance arrangements manage those uh, territorial constraints. 
Yes, so typically you get insurance coverage at the seat of the company. If you have a group of companies acting globally, then often you have a local insurance and then the parent company issues a master or umbrella uh, insurance and this master or umbrella insurance has a much higher coverage than the local insurances have and it covers you either parallelly to the local insurance or uh, exclusively. Thank you. So let's focus now on some of the personal risks, truly personal risks that founders and senior executives face. Nick, I wonder if you could just talk us through some of the issues that you touch on when you're sitting down with a founder or a senior executive that's perhaps not been well advised or hasn't thought about these issues before. Thanks, Corinne. Yeah, I I think one of the the biggest challenges you have with founders and with senior executives is that understandably that they're very focused on the business. So these are people who have been successful and they, they make business-related decisions and, and strategy decisions you know, on a daily basis, they don't often probably sit back and think about their own kind of personal circumstances and that of their, their family. So you know, it's actually one thing that I really enjoy about those conversations is, is actually probing a bit more about, okay, so you're, you're successful, you've built a business, you've been involved in this business, but what, what are you looking to achieve? And I think my experience is that you get some people who do have some pretty good ideas and have formulated what they'd like to get out of it personally, but a lot of people who've never considered it. And, and that then feeds into the next stages of, you know, what's the strategy? Once you've identified the objectives, what's then the next stage to get there? And again, come across different scenarios where certainly if somebody's a founder and they've, uh, you know, they've built a business, it might be if they, there hasn't been a liquidity event, actually they're still very much, their wealth is tied up in the business. But equally, for global execs, you can find that there isn't a coherent strategy because of time spent in various different jurisdictions. And that can sometimes be a challenge about you know, just basically pulling it all together into a, a kind of coherent strategy. Thank you. I think that highlights the need for estate planning and succession planning for senior executives and individuals as people. I think from a pure legal perspective, we mustn't forget as well that, like all individuals, these people need to have a will, because everybody will die, sadly. We also need to think about lasting powers of attorney, managing the risk that somebody loses mental capacity. That could be just later in life, but equally we have had experience with clients where mental capacity has been lost suddenly and if that were to happen in the middle of a capital event as we've seen with some clients that could be hugely problematic and might be a barrier to selling the business for example. I think from a practical perspective as well as working out what the succession planning arrangements are we also need to think about simple things like lists to make sure that family members, the executors understand what person's estate looks like and not to overlook things like digital assets because if somebody died unexpectedly the likelihood is that you wouldn't be able to get onto their computer or their phone to be able to access effectively the area where they store all the information about their lives. And one last point on the personal side is to think about roles that one takes on in one's personal capacity but where there can still be liability risks. A great example of that is non-exec roles or indeed charity trusteeships where there can be personal liability and you feel like that it's been assumed as a a philanthropic step but we mustn't overlook the fact that the same sorts of risks and liabilities and in the case of pure trusts uh, personal liabilities can arise so if I may I'd like to invite you all to summarize your key messages to founders and senior executives wishing to reduce their risk profiles I wonder Lucy wants to kick us off analyze your risk the risks you are facing and 
buy the insurance you need, get advice on it. Insurance contracts are complicated. Thank you. Lawrence? Uh, for me, it's a question of understanding and trying to mitigate the risks, and that both goes to criminal liabilities, civil liabilities, uh, common law and statutory duties. And it also goes especially to founders who are setting up uh, overseas, for example, um, it may be in the US or in Europe, to understand the different regulatory environments uh, and taking, and, uh, taking appropriate advice in terms of understanding those risks and, and seeking to mitigate them. Thank you. Nick? I think some of the keys are you know, to be a, a successful wealth manager and add value to your clients in this situation. You really need to get to know your client, find out what's important to them, both in a business and, and increasingly in a personal context as well. I'd also suggest you need to you know, review the team that they have. Don't assume that all successful individuals are necessarily well advised. And if there are gaps in the, in the team, then it's you know, part of our role is to bring the right people in. And then also, and this is wherever possible, Make sure that you plan in advance. So, you know, if it's planning for a move, perhaps somebody moving to a different jurisdiction, key there is from a tax perspective to plan in advance. But also, when you're looking at the financial plan, making sure that you plan for, you know, unfortunately those contingencies that we hadn't hoped for, rather than just planning for everything going well. Thank you, Nick. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, Thank you to our panellists for your valuable insights on such an important topic for senior executives and founders, and especially for pulling together all of the different areas of risks and how to manage those risks. If you missed today's conference or you would like to find out more about the International Forum of Senior Executives, then please do visit our website at www.cm-murray.com forward slash ifse, that's I-F-S-E-A. Or you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn by searching IFC Network or by following hashtag IFC2020. You can become a member of the forum and gain access to more podcasts, future conferences and other international networking events. Thank you for listening and please don't forget to like and share this podcast.